Next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar football is back at it. Cincinnati is next. Our going for two picks and your bold predictions coming up. Plus, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo joins the show and has a message for all of Cougar Nation. Plus, way too early bracketology. BYU's in, but where? And ESPN says the best player you don't know is at BYU. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard. Yo, what up? It is a Friday, and BYU Sports Nation is live, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. It's November 4th. I'm Jerem Jordan alongside Jason Shepard. It is a Friday, and it is awesome. I know we both have been excited about Doctor Strange coming out, and today is the day. Today is the day, and you don't want to go see it with me. No, I think I'm going to try and vote early. I'm busy Tuesday. Well, I vote we go see Doctor Strange. That's, <laughs> that's one way of that's, uh, voting, I suppose. You're right. It is Friday. I mean, here's the Fridays in the fall, you should be preparing for football games, which is what we're doing today. Absolutely. Last week without a game, it's just like there was like an emptiness. There was. And so and now I, we're back to and it. And I enjoyed that emptiness. I saw my wife and kid for the first time <laughs> since August. So, no, I'm just kidding. No, it was great. We start today with an update on the BYU versus UMass game on Saturday, November 19th. It will kick off at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Mountain, and will be televised nationally right here on BYU TV, available on ESPN3 as well. BYU TV will also continue pre- and post-game coverage, beginning with countdown to kickoff that day at 1 p.m. Eastern Time from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Post-game coverage will follow at the conclusion of the game. So the next two games, uh, Southern Utah next week, live on BYU TV at 3 Eastern, and then the next week, UMass, live on BYU TV and ESPN3, at 2 Eastern. So we are excited to uh, have yet another game on BYU TV. Also coming up, bottom of the hour, as mentioned by Jason Shepard, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel has a message for Cougar Nation coming up at the bottom of the hour. Let's get into today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Football is back after a bye week. They take on the Cincinnati Bearcats, both teams 4-4. Four and four. But I think a very different 4-4. Uh, four and four. BYU 35 in the ESPN Football Power Index, Cincinnati at 86, I believe. Countdown to kickoff will be live at 2.30 Eastern time tomorrow. Spencer Linton live in Cincinnati. Dave Blaine, Brian, and David here in Provo. We will get you set tomorrow afternoon. Looking forward to that. This is, this is a game. It's November. It's two 4-4 four four teams. But I'm still looking forward to this game. I think this is going to be uh, an interesting test for both. The third Eastern time zone game for BYU this season. Yeah, BYU should win, but I'm, I'm still... Uh, Seven and a half Spoiler alert, favorite. I think BYU's going to win. Uh, but <laughs> I am what looking... You, what did you spoil? <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to the matchup. Uh, Joe, Lunar, Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology places BYU men's hoops as an 11 seed playing in the playing game against Colorado as the second-to-last team in the tournament. How about that? It's early. The season hasn't even started. All of a sudden, BYU's in. Take what? it. You just take so, it. So after the Cougar tip-off and uh, the exhibition, BYU impressed. earned its way in. Second to last team in. So that would be a playing game bubblicious. Yeah. That's Joe's where, impressed with it. 
He watched he watched the Seattle Pacific game on BYU TV, and he is impressed. He's not even mad. He's actually impressed. Number 14, women's volleyball swept Pacific last night. Whitney Young Howard had 12 kills in the win. Amy Boswell uh, was also named a senior class award finalist. That's awesome because there's a lot that goes into that. Uh, service, academics, athletics, and whatnot. So uh, very nice. One of 10 finalists, I believe. The women's volleyball team will play at St. Mary's tomorrow at 4 Eastern. Yeah, they're playing really well right now. And uh, they've got uh, several road games uh, mixed in with, with uh, just a what, two, I think, home games left. So they'll be playing the rest of their, their matches, most of the rest of the matches regular season on the road, but they are playing extremely well right now. ESPN calls Kalani Purcell the best women's college basketball player you don't know in an article on ESPNW.com. Now, tonight, the Cougars host Colorado Mesa, 9 Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And you, as I uh, mentioned, will be on the call with Kristen Kozlowski. I'll be on the sidelines, and uh, we'll have it all for you on BYU TV and BYU Radio. No Lex. See Rydalch, 19 more shots a game for other people. That should be fun. Check it out tonight, 9 Eastern, as you mentioned. With that in mind, rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. By week and back at it. It's been 15 days. Make it 16 tomorrow for the BYU Cougars since 4th and 19 and the Boise State game. It could be a November to remember if BYU wins four games. Four and four at this point could end the regular season. Eight and four, which by both Spencer and I's estimations uh, could be above expectation. Although Spencer thought nine wins on the season could be possible, so he's more in line with that. ESPN gives BYU a 66% chance of winning out, which is third highest nationally. How about that? The first of which is Cincinnati tomorrow afternoon. And let's get bold with today's Twitter question. What is your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow? First tweet from uh, Matarama01. Mm. We'll convert a first down on a fake punt. <laughs> hmm. I wonder what the down will, or what the uh, yardage <laughs> yeah, will be. Yeah, wait a minute. Uh, we'll, so, we'll convert a first down on a fake punt and punish a tackler at the end of a 10-plus yard run. That would be awesome. Hashtag blue goggles. Does, does BYU give Johnny Linehan some kind of redemptive moment? <laughs> <laughs> the final four games or five, that would that would be awesome. Cincinnati has been really, really good at home since 2003. In fact, it's been a long time since they lost a game there. Just how many games have they won in a row at home in non-conference home games? That's our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Cincinnati has won 30 straight non-conference games at Nippert Stadium. Wow. That streak started... Back on September 20th, 2003 versus Temple. I haven't looked to see who's on that list, but I don't really care. 30, 30. 30 in a row. I know Miami was in there. Not Miami of Ohio. Well, them too. But uh, Miami was in there as well. So that's a lot of games. So BYU could snap that. East Coast, seven and a half point favorite. ESPN gives BYU a 78% chance of winning this game. I, I think BYU wins this game. If BYU loses this game, that'd be an extreme disappointment. It really would. So use hashtag BYUSN. What's your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow? We give our predictions in the form of a segment we affectionately call Going for Two. Can you predict the future? Nope. These guys think they can. We're going for two on BYU Sports Nation. Going for two is brought to you by BYU Dining Services. Okay, an update on the standings before we get into the pick. Spencer Linton, 7-9 on the season. So he's the Jaguars. 
six and I'm six and ten on the season. So traditionally, looking at like the Bears, uh, Jason Shepard, uh, one and one, so, one and one. So we will all. Can I? Can you really put my one and one with your six and ten and seven uh, and nine? No, but we want. But I appreciate. We it. wanted to make you feel. Uh, I appreciate it. Today, so. At least I'm doing these on air as opposed to just doing them at home, watching yeah, the show. Yeah, unrecorded as well. Your kids are like, <laughs> enough, Dad. Like, uh, Dad, we don't care. <laughs> Let's get to our picks for today. Spencer Linton uh, on his way to Cincinnati for countdown to kickoff coverage. So we will weigh in on his picks right now. Spencer's first pick is uh, this. BYU will never trail versus Cincinnati. Now that's bold. Remember, we gave him a hard time for not really bringing it. Okay, hit the past couple weeks. That's bringing it. Second pick, BYU's defense will hold Cincinnati to under 100 yards rushing. That would be good, too. Cincinnati hasn't rushed the ball that well, but no. under 100 would be good. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Because They're much more of a passing team. Yeah. That's where most of their offensive stats come from. But you're right. And BYU has shown if their rush defense is very good. So uh, that would certainly help out the situation. When Cincinnati, under, under Tommy Tuberville, when Cincinnati outrushed the opponent, they win like 95% of the games. So that, that is a big stat. Okay, so they're Spencer's. My picks, number one, BYU will win by 17 plus. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm saying it. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm saying it. BYU's going to win this game by 17 plus. They're going to go in there. Why do you they're do gonna this? Crush it. Why do you do this to BYU? Listen. You the, know what happens when you say 17 plus. BYU is 3-0 when I picked them by 17 plus the last three seasons. You know that, right? BYU's and and how many have they won by 17 plus? None. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> This is the week, baby. You know what's actually happened in uh, the the other uh, times? I'll say so. Twenty thirteen, I said BYU would beat Houston by seventeen plus. They won that game by one. BYU then beat Boise State by seventeen the next week. I said that BYU. So you're saying look out, UMass? Have I done this three times? Or, or excuse me, times? Southern Utah. Southern Utah. I said that BYU would beat Toledo by seventeen plus. That game was a three point game. The next week, BYU beat Michigan State by seventeen. So how about how do you, how about them apples? Okay. BYU's going to win. That's all I'm saying. 17 plus. Okay. It may just be a little closer than that because he jinxed them. Second pick. (laughs) Taysom Hill throws two two or more touchdown passes. I think uh, Hill will have some success through the air. Been a lot of convo about the lack of uh, explosiveness offensively. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, Nine touchdowns in eight games for Taysom Hill passing. That is an extremely low number. Uh, I think Taysom Hill throws for two or more on Saturday. Okay, those are our going for two picks. What do you got, Jason? All right, for me, uh, you were talking about how there's, you know, why isn't there more of an explosive offense through the air? Here's what I'm going with. How about this? BYU will have at least two receptions of 30-plus yards. Okay. Downfield. Huh. The passing game will go downfield. Now, BYU has had four total this season. Yes. So I think that's a pretty good... Uh, two. They will yeah. be, there will be two of 30-plus yards. <laughs> Only one team in America has had less than BYU of 30-plus yard pass plays. That's Stanford. And we know they run the rock. Wow. Okay, what's your second All one? Right, my, uh, for my second one, I'm going to the other side of the football. BYU's defense will record four sacks. Four's a lot. Yeah. You, if you recall last year, Cincinnati had zero sacks allowed through like the first half of the season, which was number one in the country. BYU had eight in that game last year. I, uh, Elisa Tuiaki was asked if uh, they looked at last year's film at all, and he said no. Different, different coordinators yeah. on both teams, by the way. Both teams, yeah. The Dolphins' offensive coordinator the last half of the season, last year, he's the Cincinnati OC now. So, you, knowing, knowing how, knowing that... that 
Cincinnati and Gunner Keel, they want to throw the football. Especially after last week. Yeah, they absolutely. had 11 yards in the second half, zero first half. Like the most <laughs> pathetic second half I've ever heard of, of a football team. I, I That's think, bad. I think that the, the pressuring the quarterback, I mean, it's huge every week, obviously. It's just one of those things you have to do. But I, yeah. I think that that's, that's one of the, you know, one of the musts for BYU, so I, I expect them to be able to get to Gunner or whoever is playing quarterback at the time. Yeah, Gunner kills the starter. Uh, so here is a recap of our going for two picks. Spencer says BYU will never trail versus Cincinnati, uh, and BYU will hold Cincinnati under 100 yards rushing. Uh, he will go for two in that. Uh, BYU will win by 17 plus, <laughs> and Taysom Hill will throw for two plus touchdowns. I will get both, and I will have a one uh, game advantage. So I am behind by one. Uh, I need that pick. And you said BYU have at least two receptions, 30-plus yards. And, and Yep, and BYU's and defense will have four sacks. Awesome. I like those. Uh, Brian Logan came on a couple weeks ago, and he said uh, that Spencer would go 0 for 2. That was one of his picks. <laughs> <laughs> and Spencer got one. So Brian did not in that case. Uh, going for two is presented by BYU Dining Services. Chef-driven, student-powered. The conversation's happening right now on Twitter. Use hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Station. What's your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Let's go to the Twitter machine. You got tweets. At Connor Crandall 2, Jamal Williams will have over 200 rushing yards, and BYU wins by 14-plus. Now, that's not the right plus number, but yeah, I get what you're saying. 200 would be an awesome game. Hey, hasn't played in two weeks. Supposed to be 100% ready to go. Uh, I, I don't know about 200, but I certainly like Jamal Williams to have a, a good day on the ground, certainly. And, and he is still chasing Staley. On his way to continued BYU football immortality, Jamal Williams is now chasing Staley on BYU Sports Nation. Jamal Williams needs 641 yards to pass Luke Staley for the single-season rushing record. That Mm. means for the remainder of the year, Jamal needs to average 128 yards rushing per game in order to get that. Over the last five games. Over the last five, yeah. So that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. So six but doable for him. Yeah, especially given against this competition. How much is he going to play full games? He's not. I, I don't think he is. Hey, coming up, Tom Homo's state of the program address. But first, after 11 second half yards last week, how will Cincinnati's offense mix it up? Bearcat radio sideline reporter and former NFL quarterback Tony Pike will weigh in. Trust me, Cincinnati's going to have more than 11 yards in the second half. This is BYU Sports Nation. Cougar Nation. Are you watching? It's the spirit of game day. The roar of 64,000 fans. It's the echo of greatness. The thunder of new beginnings. This is our house, our field, our team. And they are not ready for us. This is Brigham Young University. BYU Sports Nation is made possible by a generous grant from Forever Resorts. Forever Resorts owns and operates more than 65 vacation and entertainment properties in or near national parks, recreation areas, and national forests. Forever Resorts, making memories for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Steve Young. Graduating from BYU was a major achievement. But like you, my story didn't end at graduation. Share your story at rise.byu.edu and reconnect with the spirit of the Y. It was there for you over a thousand times yesterday. It was there for you today. 
and it will be there tomorrow. As long as you're making memories, it will be here to save them for you. It's what we do. We create the technology that saves your memories. I am Flash, connecting people through memory. The people who love you provide your life balance. This is my family. Dad, Mom, Justin, Alexis, my brother Ben, and this strapping young fellow here. Today, Tricked looks at families and all of the magical, invisible support they can give you. See, that's why it works. People love magic because deep down, we all want to be tricked. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We're simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation's happening on Twitter right now. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Join us tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on BYU TV for Countdown to Kickoff as we get you ready for BYU and Cincinnati. Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, and Brian Logan will be in studio. Spencer Linton will be live from Nippert Stadium. That's Countdown to Kickoff tomorrow at 2.30 Eastern. If you are local, you can always come and hang out uh, with us, be on uh, TV uh, in Studio C there at 2.30 Eastern Time, 12.30 Mountain Time. Uh, free pizza at halftime, 27-foot screen to watch the game, so uh, feel free to uh, come hang out. Our Twitter question, what's your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow at Googs53? Kind of cool, we'll have a two-plus interception game. Offense will have over 250 yards passing. That would be quality, and uh, Kind of cool in that secondary will be tested against the Cincinnati Bearcat offense, who's pretty frustrated after last week. I, I think this is a uh, an interesting position to be in for the BYU Cougars. Let's learn more about the Cincinnati side of things and welcome in the quarterback at Cincinnati that led them to a 12-0 regular season under Brian Kelly and the 2010 Sugar Bowl and a BCS appearance. He's the sideline reporter for the Bearcats. His name's Tony Pike on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Tony, how's it going today? Doing well, guys. How you doing? We're, we're great. Thanks for coming on the show. This is an interesting yeah, matchup. Yeah, no problem. Uh, both teams are 4-4. Four and four. Uh, and hoping to finish the season strong, get into a bowl game. Where's Cincinnati at uh, right now as they figure out quarterback situation, offense, and uh, trying to rebound from that game against Temple? Yeah, it's really been just a a full season of kind of question marks with this team, Um, starting with the quarterback position. I think anytime you go into a season and and you have so many questions at the quarterback position, it's not going to work out well for you. And they've played three this year so far. Um, And it it looks like the struggles that – a young Hayden Moore and a young Ross Trellis had have kind of paved the way now for the senior Gunnar Keel. Uh, seems to be the guy, you know, that that's going to take the rest of the, the snaps this year, barring any injuries or anything like that. But it, it's just a situation here where, you know, they're, they're still trying to find their identity. I know that sounds crazy, you know, going into your ninth game, but, you know, do they want to come out and be a running team? Do they want to be a team that, that can pass the ball? And, and throughout this season, you know, teams have been able to kind of make them one-dimensional. I think that's the, the biggest thing they want to get to is just finding that balance. Tony, we referenced the, you know, zero first downs, 11 yards and whatnot. This week, what do you expect different offensively from Gunnar Keel and the Bearcats? Well, I, I, think, I think the biggest thing, they're, they're going to try to exploit different things in the passing game. Um, you know, I, when you look at, at our defense, they're giving up 180 on the ground. Um, and then teams have really been able to kind of just keep us off the field on offense. So 
a, a big focus for UC is going to be third down conversions and, and getting themselves into third and manageables. Uh, too many times against Temple, you mentioned 11 yards in the second half, and they only possessed the ball for five minutes the whole half. So, um, you know, they get into third and longs, and, and obviously when you only have 11 yards and a half, you're, you're facing a lot of third and 10 or even longer. That's hard to that's hard to be an offensive coordinator or a quarterback in situations like that. So they're, they're big focus. they got to win on first and second down and maybe get into some third and ones, third and three, third and four, things like that to where you open up the playbook because this team just isn't built uh, to, to convert these third and longs. I mean, last year you know, when, when we came out there, we, we had a group of, of receivers that um, I thought just from being around the game could, could kind of match up with, with any team. This year they're, they're younger at receiver. They're not as experienced, so it, it's harder to convert those third and longs. So they need to rely on their running game and just kind of get Gunner comfortable, get him some early completions, uh, and try to get him into the flow of the game. He, uh, Gunner Keel had such a good game against East Carolina, and then Temple, obviously a different kind of opponent, a better defense. But what is Gunner Keel capable of in this game against BYU, you think? Well, Gunner, Gunner he, he's a very capable quarterback all around. I think, you know, even going into this year and last year, he, you know, he set records here at UC, uh, seven touchdowns in a game. He, he's, he's kind of ignited an offense, but it, his biggest problem has just been that consistency, and he's He's been haunted by injuries. He's been haunted by turnovers. Um, if, if you take those things out and, and he protects the ball, he, he can be one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Obviously, like I said, you take away the, the group of receivers we had last year, that's going to hurt any quarterback and it's going to hurt any quarterback stats. But I, I really think that you know Gunner has turned the corner of maturity. He's turned the corner of understanding defenses more. And his biggest thing is just take what the defense gives you when you're when you're sitting at four and four and, and you've sat on the sideline like Gunner has all year, you have a tendency to come out and just want to try to do too much. And I think that's kind of been a little bit of his problem. Things came very easy in the ECU game. Temple, through watching that ECU game now, got some, some information. They used some different coverages, different blitzes, things like that. So now that he's got his third game in, it, it's, it's going to be key, not just for Gunner, but we've seen all year with this offense making adjustments at halftime, and that's really been their biggest struggle. Coach Tuberville said that Taysom Hill will be the best quarterback that since he will face this year. How do you think the Bearcat defense matches up against a quarterback like Taysom at his size with his skill set? Well, he, he's a guy. He can, he can make plays with his feet when he needs to. He can make plays with his arm. And like you said, the biggest thing is just his, you know, his size, being a bigger guy. Uh, historically, um, through this, this UC team, um, they've, had some, they've had some trouble Kind of handling bigger quarterbacks, and and uh, and I think that's where you you go here. You, you got to keep him in the pocket, but you also you have to make him get uncomfortable and get off his mark. So many times, good quarterbacks, um, you know, if, if you're able to just get into a rhythm and drop back, and you know, uh, first and ten, you're stepping up into your throws. If you're not having to move off your spot, and you can just kind of get into that, like I said, that good rhythm, um, you're, you're going to have a lot of success. You look at the the West Virginia game this year. You know, anytime a quarterback can rush over for for 100 yards against a team like West Virginia, you know, almost 100 against Utah. I mean, this is a a, a guy and, and a team in UC that has struggled against quarterbacks that can run. And then when you add in the fact that he is more of a complete passer than what they've seen, they've seen uh, Ward this year from Houston. They've seen the South Florida guy. Both are going to make more plays with their legs and arm. Um, when you look at that Taysom, he, he's got both. So if you take away the running game, he can still throw the ball. If you take away you know, his passes and just try to drop eight guys, he can take off and run. So 
it's going to be big for UC to be able to rush four guys and get pressure on them and not get out of their lanes. Because if he gets out of the pocket and starts making plays with his feet, then UC has to, to put more into the box uh, to, to stop him running. He's going to you know, be able to have a, a field day in the secondary then. Tony Pike, Cincinnati sideline reporter, former uh, Cincinnati quarterback and Panther quarterback in the NFL, is on BYU Sports Nation. Both these teams are 4-4. Four and four. BYU's played uh, what's perceived as probably its toughest schedule ever in terms of top-to-bottom competition. So what's your perception of the Cougars after eight games? Oh, I'm, I'm extremely impressed. I mean, when you look at the, the, the opponents you've had and the wins you've had, I mean, I, I, I remember watching the Boise game, which is a tough loss, but you look at teams like Mississippi State, Michigan State, West Virginia, obviously UCLA, Utah, Arizona. I mean, you guys are playing, you know, the type of teams that that you need to. So, sitting at, at four and four, you know, and and you know, winnable game against West Virginia, winnable against Boise, and and obviously the other two losses by a point and by three points. I mean, it's a very this team is very close to being undefeated or you know a six and two something like that. So, it it it's a balanced team. It's a you know, they, they play hard, they play disciplined, and uh, it, it's going to be a test for UC because, like I said, UC is in a, they're in a unique spot right now because they're, 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 they're in this little downward spiral of, and, and you guys have seen it too, you know, you come into the season with the, the aspirations and hopes of, you know, what can happen if something happens with the Big 12, and, you know, throughout the season they've just had kind of chips taken away where UC, they lost to Houston, lost to South Florida, so they're out of the American Athletic Conference race, uh, the Big 12 decision comes down, and then a bad loss with UConn, a bad loss with Temple. Uh, it it kind of puts this team in a situation where, you know, they, like I said, they have to be able to adjust because all their losses, UC has been very competitive or leading in the first half, and then the second half they just don't make the adjustments. When you look at your guys' team, you're going to play a full game. You're going to come out and, and compete for four quarters, and UC is going to have to match that. Well, seven of BYU's eight games have been decided by a uh, touchdown or less, and so we'll see how this one turns out tomorrow. But, Tony, we appreciate the time. Uh, have, a, have a good time on the sideline tomorrow. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Tony Pikes, Cincinnati sideline reporter on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. It's an interesting matchup. Both teams are 4-4, four and four, but I think there's kind of a difference in the feel of both those 4-4. Four and four. But it's so far away from home, it's another uh, tough one for BYU. Coming up, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel's state of the program message to Cougar Nation. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is on the air summer or winter with the help of Deseret First Credit Union. The Sports Nation guys appreciate a place to keep their money. And the Campus Branch Soda Bar keeps their voices going. BYU fans at Deseret First and beyond keep up to date on the Cougars in any season, cold weather or hot. Deseret First Credit Union celebrates all the seasons of BYU sports and sponsors BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. I'm attorney Chris Dexter at Dexter Law. We love BYU sports and consider it a privilege to sponsor Cougar sports broadcasts on BYU TV. Our law firm has been assisting clients since 1995. Some people believe that they only need a lawyer when they're in trouble. At Dexter Law, we provide services for life's challenges and opportunities, such as adopting a child or starting a business. Learn more at DexterLaw.com. This thing is so much bigger than all of us. Everybody knows their X and O's, you know, football part, but it's more than that here. And I want to make sure that uh, we're helping these young people to make good choices. The BYU TV Sports Post Game. BYU at Cincinnati. Tomorrow, after the game.
on BYU TV. Hey guys, do you have a smartphone? Do you have the Instagram app? Then you should be following Studio CTV. We post tons of behind-the-scenes stuff, Instagram sketches, and lots of pictures of us just having fun. So make sure you follow us. Find Studio C on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Connect with us, we'll connect with you. Magic tricks are about as old as civilization. From ancient China down to today, people love the idea of being fooled, which is why I'm taking my magic to the streets. Who knows when or where I'll show up. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by BYU Dining Services, chef-driven, student-powered. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Jerem and I will be live today, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the BYU TV Sports Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Facebook.com slash BYU TV Sports. We'll chat, take your questions, generally have a good time, so join us, won't you? Yeah, come party with us. That's, that's what's up. Our Twitter question, what is your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow? Use the hashtag BYUSN at GMCCall57. Jamal, 250 on the ground. Taysom, 250 by air. Defense holds Cincinnati offense to less than 250. He likes the number 250. He likes the number 250. Today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Football takes on Cincinnati tomorrow. Countdown to kickoffs live at 2.30 Eastern time. Spencer Linton is on his way to Nippert Stadium. Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology places BYU men's hoops as an 11 seed playing in a play-in game against Colorado. It's the second-to-last team in the tournament. It would be great to make the NCAA tournament with this team. I think that's the expectation. Uh, from BYU fans, and it'll be a fun West Coast Conference uh, uh, season. Only nine days away, by the way, from the uh, conference opener. Nine days of change. Number 14 women's volleyball swept Pacific last night, winning Young Howard, 12 kills in the win. The women's volleyball team plays at St. Mary's tomorrow for Eastern. Also, Amy Boswell uh, named a Senior Class Awards finalist. That combines athletics, academics, service, and whatnot. Uh, she's fantastic in the classroom. I think a nursing yeah, she's major, nursing. right? Yes. Which is a tough major. Yep. Yeah, she, she deserves it. Congratulations to Amy Boswell. ESPN calls Kalani Purcell the best women's college basketball player you don't know in an article on ESPNW.com. The Cougars will be hosting Colorado Mesa tonight in exhibition action, 9 p.m. Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. We'll have the call for you. It's the second and last look at the uh, women's basketball team. They lost Lexi Rydell. She was top five scorer in the country. Her younger sister's on the team That's right That's right, now. Liz. So, yeah, check it out tonight at 9 Eastern time. Now on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel addresses the standing of BYU Athletics in a state-of-the-program message. Hello, Cougar Nation. I'm your Athletic Director, Tom Homel. I'd like to share with you a few of my thoughts on the future of our beloved Cougars. 2016 has certainly been a very busy and unique year for BYU Athletics. We began the calendar year with a new football staff won the Desert Duel over rival Utah in the spring, and currently have four of our five fall sports ranked in the top 15 in the nation. I'm excited for what the remainder of this season will bring and what the future holds for BYU athletics. As you know, the Big 12 recently announced they do not plan to expand their conference by adding additional teams. Although we were disappointed with the news, The experience left us with a newfound energy and even stronger desire to represent BYU and our sponsoring church at the highest level. Over the past year, while preparing for the possibility of expansion, we've had the opportunity to conduct a thorough examination of BYU athletics. 
This self-evaluation reaffirmed various foundational strengths we knew about the BYU athletic program, but also brought to light many advantages we hadn't fully appreciated. In my time at BYU, there has never been a more collaborative effort, both internally and externally, to showcase BYU and the amazing advantages we have to offer as an athletic department and as a university. Through this valuable experience, we gain strength with the addition of many new members of Cougar Nation who have discovered the spirit of the why. Individuals in every circle of influence came forward and were 100% invested in making sure those involved were fully aware of what BYU had to offer. In the future, if other P5 expansion opportunities should arise, we will be very prepared to showcase BYU and all it has to offer. I'm so grateful and impressed with the true blue loyal support of Cougar Nation. Your passion and pride for BYU is overwhelming and humbling to observe. As I looked up into the crowd of more than 30,000 BYU faithful who attended the football season opener in Arizona, I couldn't help but wonder what other schools could draw a crowd like this on the road more than 600 miles from campus. The answer that came quickly to my mind was, not very many. I can assure you the spirit of the Y is alive and well all over the country and even the world. Given the changing landscape of college football, I admit there have been a few moments over the past few years where I wondered about the sustainability of independence for our football program. But the more we looked at our current circumstances, including the energy and outlook of our football program under Coach Satake, the more I became excited about the vision for the future of our program. I believe our storied football program will grow in strength and add even more classic victories and honors to our excellent tradition. When we determined to go independent in football more than six years ago, we stated two reasons. One, exposure for our student-athletes and the school. And two, access for our fans. At that time, many fans in and around Utah were able to see us play. But due to the conference television contract at the time, our very large and loyal fan base across the country were frustrated with the lack of opportunity to watch our teams compete. We also had a television station in BYU TV that was in nearly 60 million homes, but we were limited in what we could do. It was frustrating. Now, just six seasons later, our stated goals in going independent have been reached and surpassed to levels we never expected. We are averaging 10 football and 14 men's basketball games a year on ABC or ESPN. Our partnership with ESPN is strong. It's unique. It gives us a consistent opportunity to play some of the nation's best competition in front of a national audience. In fact, as I speak today, only two college football teams have played every game this season on national TV, Notre Dame and BYU. In addition, BYU Broadcasting is now airing more than 110 live events and 400 BYU athletic shows each year on BYU TV and BYU Radio to a national and global audience. The increase in fan access is incredible, and the national exposure is among the best in the country. Frankly, thanks to our broadcast partners, no other school in the country 
has the opportunities we have at BYU. No one. Through these and other communication channels, we are building the next generation of BYU fans all over the world. Everywhere we travel, fans come out in amazing numbers to support our teams. Many times, in various sports, we play in front of what we feel like is a home crowd on our opponent's campus, hundreds of miles from Provo. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. We'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime, and our fans will come out in droves to cheer us on. We exist in this favorable position in collegiate athletics as a result of thousands of athletes and hundreds of coaches who have trained, competed, sacrificed, battled, and dreamed in a way that makes their alma mater proud. Thank you to all the past and present athletes and coaches who have kept the flame afire while representing BYU. Recently, I received an email from a loyal member of Cougar Nation who wrote the following, quote, I don't believe the Big 12 presidents hold the fate of BYU athletics in their hands, unquote. He's right. Together, as Cougar Nation, we control our own future. I'm convinced we have a fantastic future ahead of us. Will it be easy? Of course not. What lies ahead rests in our hands, yours and mine. And it will take all of us working together to make it happen. This is the strong tradition of our university. We battle, overcome adversity, learn and grow, get knocked down, stand up, and as a result of the experience, achieve greater successes. The story of Brigham Young University is one of heroes, bold visionaries, and believers who sacrifice everything for a school that would stand as a testament of our faith. From our beginnings with Carl G. Mazur and Abraham Smoot to the more recent years led by Cecil Samuelson and Kevin Worthen, BYU has been a school ever mindful of its heritage. Always remember, BYU is a distinctive university blessed by vision, by sacrifice, and by faith. To this point, let me take a moment to say how grateful I am to our many wonderful donors who have stepped up in a big way to put us in the strongest financial position we've ever had, to the point where football independence is certainly working. It has been amazing to see so many people come forward just wanting to help. From the widow's might to million-dollar donations, Cougar Nation has heard the call and responded in waves. This is exactly the type of support we'll need going forward. We all know there are great financial resources in the Power Five conferences, and it was hard not to dream of what we could do with that money. As our staff went through the process of self-evaluation, I pondered many times on how we can get even stronger in the areas of adaptability and resources. Many people don't see this side of BYU athletics, but I believe our teams do more with less than almost every school in the country. A simple example of this is seen in the annual NACTA Director's Cup. Since 1994, it has been a measuring stick to gauge overall success among college athletic departments. Over the past 23 years of the Director's Cup, BYU has averaged ranking of 31st, finishing ahead of half the P5 schools in the nation. 
Some critics say those lofty numbers, year in and year out, are just a result of winning championships in a non-P5 conference. I say it's one thing to get to the NCAA tournaments, which we often do, but you have to compete and go deep into the championships and knock off P5 schools along the way to consistently score as we have for more than 20 years. While the revenues of these P5 conferences are certainly attractive, we have built the BYU tradition of excellence with people. Our coaches, players, fans, campus administrators, alumni, and of course, the rock. The heart and soul of the BYU Cougars has never been money. Although it certainly takes financial support to run a successful athletic program, the real driving force behind BYU has always been good, old-fashioned passion, desire, and purpose. All of us rolling up our sleeves and working together to be our very best have proven we can accomplish anything with vision and effort. There is still much to do, but together as Cougar Nation, standing united, we can do it. We will have to find new and creative competitive advantages to continue our advance. We will discover new resources to fund recruiting, upgrade facilities, and provide our student-athletes with the best opportunities to thrive at the highest levels of competition. I've said this many times to various audiences, and I'll share it again. BYU student-athletes are the secret sauce. I love them. They are the key ingredient that makes BYU athletics great. Our teams are attracting talented recruits and earning national attention that is building upon the strength of our widely successful programs. The question is, just how high can we go? The answer lies within the hearts and minds of our alumni and friends, our student body, faculty and staff, our current athletes, coaches and fans, everyone who wants to join for an exhilarating future. It's an honor and a privilege to be your athletic director. Thank you. Go Cougs! That's the state of the program message from BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel. So a lot to digest there. Uh, use the hashtag BYUSNWay, and we'll get to your tweets coming in the, up in the uh, next segment. But uh, post-Big 12 announcement to not expand, Tom Homel and BYU feel like uh, they're in a good spot. And that, that, that process actually strengthened uh, what they learned about themselves and their position in, in college athletics. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, you always go into these things and you have a really good idea of what your program is all about because, I mean, you're there to, to sell your program to this, this other entity. So you, you have a good grasp of, of what you're, you're selling to them. But I think is the, the message that I received and, and the impression I got from, from Tom was that in that self-evaluation that he called it, you know, they realized that BYU is stronger than maybe even they realized hmm. in, in lots of different areas. And so that's why he said he feels that the future of BYU athletics is very bright. And he's excited about it. We control the future. The Big 12 doesn't hold the fate of BYU sports in its hands. Uh, I also mentioned we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime, and our fans will come out in droves. Did talk about the future. We'll need to find ways to uh, address adaptability and resources to continue to be competitive. Talked about BYU's overall strength uh, as an athletic program. The Director's Cup. 31st, yeah, is an indicator of that. And if you pay attention to this show, you know that BYU has four teams in the top 15 
uh, right now on campus. And so, yeah, lots to digest from that. We'll do that more coming up. More reaction to Tom Holmes' state of the program message. Use hashtag BYUSN to weigh in. The athletic director talks. We will react, and we will get your reaction as well coming up. My grandfather started the company in 1947. My father took over in the mid-70s, and now 10 locations in six states. My grandpa, having grown up in Utah, it's a great feeling to be back where it all started. While we've been fortunate enough to expand over the years, every position in our company recognizes their contribution, and people who do business with us are able to see that character that was instilled by my grandfather over 70 years ago. Game Day Promos helps BYU build the Cougar brand with customized promotional items. Blankets, flashlights, balls, almost anything really. To increase fan loyalty and team support. Businesses can do the same thing. Carefully selecting items that Game Day Promos can customize with any brand. The result? Gifts to reward customers. Licensed promotional product vendor for BYU. Game Day Promos. Beyond sports, beyond expectations. Oregano Italian Kitchen features a New York interpretation of Italian cuisine by Chef Chad Pritchard. Chef Chad has crafted a lunchtime business express menu. Evenings at Oregano include an Italian soda bar, featured dishes, and a family-friendly atmosphere. Oregano Italian Kitchen offers a complete selection of Italian specialties. Reservations are welcome at OreganoItalianKitchen.com. Oregano Italian Kitchen, 223 West Center in Provo. Blue runs deep on BYU TV. Don't miss the Colorado Mesa BYU women's basketball game. Live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 Mountain. Watch all of your favorite BYU teams on BYU TV. Your home for Cougar Sports. I'm Dave McCann. Tuesday on After Further Review, we'll review Cincinnati and we'll preview Southern Utah. Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, and Brian Logan explain the game next Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, 5 Mountain on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. I'm Jerem Jordan alongside Jason Shepard, live from Studio B. Remember, if you ever miss an episode of BYU Sports Nation Live, you can catch the rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern time. And if you just missed uh, BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel's state of the program message, uh, we just tweeted that out uh, on uh, Twitter. Uh, of course, uh, YouTube link there, and then that will re-air, of course, uh, tonight at uh, 6.30 Eastern Time. Absolutely. Join us tomorrow at 2.30 Eastern on BYU TV for Countdown to Kickoff. We're getting you ready for the BYU Cougars and the Bearcats of Cincinnati. We'll have Dave McCann, Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, and Brian Logan all in studio. Spencer Linton will be live from Nippert Stadium. Join us tomorrow, Countdown to Kickoff, 2.30 Eastern Time. BYU Athletic Director Tom Homel just uh, addressed... Uh, uh, we just aired his state of the program uh, address there, so let's let's digest a little bit of what we learned there. A lot of which we knew, but was emphasized by Tom. Uh, one, one thing uh, discussing this, and this on the heels of you know two and a half weeks since the Big Twelve announcement or non-announcement. Um, in in evaluating the program, BYU found out its strength, and, and if other Power Five expansion opportunities present themselves, quote, we will be prepared. You he, better believe BYU is going to be prepared. Well, the, should they present themselves? The quote the was future. very prepared. He, that's mm. the, that's the exact quote. He says we will be very prepared to showcase BYU and all it has to offer. I think they are now, especially after going through that process. Um, and, and one thing that really stuck out to me, 
He said the BYU is in its best, fin- its strongest financial position ever. Post Mountain West Conference, BYU is on ESPN. Yes, a Power Five conference would be the best situation for BYU, but that's not the case. So what do you what are you going to do about it to make the best out of this situation? I think that that's the overall message from Tom Homo. We feel good about where we're at, despite not being in there. He even said it's hard not to to think about what we <laughs> can right. do with that money. Yeah. We even said on, on this show what some of the things BYU could do with that money. That's that's not the case, but BYU's in its strongest financial position ever. Well, and, and he said, you know, there are moments where he's wondered about the sustainability of independence. But I think this kind of goes back to what I was saying in the last segment, that, you know, you when you when you go through that self-evaluation, I think you start to find, okay, well, we knew we were, we knew we were good, and we knew we were in good shape, but... I really like what I see here, and I like the direction that this is going. And that's what he talks about. He's excited about the vision for the future of the football program and the athletics program in general. It's great that BYU has struck such a strong relationship with people that matter. ESPN, Nike, uh, the Silicon Slopes, right, in Utah. That's been a benefit uh, to BYU athletics with all, all kinds of donors, right? Uh, and, and BYU will need to find ways to uh, adapt and have more resources to compete in recruiting facilities and so on. And that's an interesting thing, too, because not only does the athletic department adapt, technology will adapt as well. BYU has a contract with ESPN for a couple of more years. After that, uh, we'll see what happens. You would hope that it'd still be with ESPN because they are the worldwide leader, right. and the and the relationship has been fantastic for BYU. And, and he for says BYU it's TV still very strong. He says the the partnership with ESPN is strong. And I know there are a lot of people that always want to ask, well, what's the relationship right now between BYU and ESPN, and what is it moving forward? You know, Tom said partnership with ESPN is strong. Yeah, and and to have Nike and ESPN on your side, and yes, and and BYU is not in a Power Five conference, but they've been validated as a Power Five equivalent in scheduling. BYU is playing tough schedules, which uh, Tom Homel said we'll play anyone, anywhere, anytime, and our fans will come out in droves. Uh, we've seen with the 2016 schedule <laughs> the perfect example of that. Also mentioning uh, access and exposure have been. Uh, uh, surpassed their goals in that, which is which is pretty wild. That those are the two stated goals of independence: access, that is, the opportunity to see BYU games. No more mountain, right? It's ESPN, and exposure, the opportunity to be seen. Tom Homo mentioned that uh, only BYU and Notre Dame have had every game on national TV so far this season, which is pretty wild. BYU uh, continuing to be on TV the next couple of weeks. CBS Sports Network, BYU TV, BYU TV also. Uh, the ESPN3 and Watch ESPN app coming up for the UMass game as well. So BYU in a place where they feel comfortable even though they were not added to the Big 12. And, and that was a disappointment. Yeah. I was really disappointed. I know you were. I've given you a hard time about the whole process. <laughs> that BYU didn't get in. But at this point, BYU has a Marriott Center annex yep. uh, in the works, a.k.a. the YMCA. That's what we call it. Uh, they, they have... Uh, some of the most talent they've ever had, maybe on a basketball court, together for the next couple of years. Football with Kalani Satake. Four top 15 teams on campus. Baseball uh, has had a uh, resurrection in the program. So it's a fun time to be a Cougar fan, and it's an interesting time to see what happens next in the future of BYU sports. Well, and there's, you know, he mentioned, you mentioned the broadcast partners, whether it be ESPN, BYU TV. I, I thought it was really interesting that, and he was very emphatic about this. He said, thanks to our broadcast partners, no other school in the country has the opportunities that we have at BYU. No one. Hmm. 
That's true. It's true. It's the, no one has a building yep. like this uh, in the country. At Jimmy Chesh, Tom Homo is all in, and so am I. Go Cougars. Hashtag secret, secret sauce. sauce. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> At Boney Fuller. I sent that email Tom quoted. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see Boney Fuller chiming in. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Lay in uh, the state of the program message from Tom Homo a few moments ago. If you missed it, we just tweeted out that we that will re-air as well. Coming up at uh, 6.30 Eastern time on uh, BYU Sports Nation on the re-air. Uh, so the state of the program message after, after the bye week. Uh, it was an interesting bye week because BYU had just lost to Boise State, didn't get into the Big 12. But now we have a game. Now we have Cincinnati. Now we have a few more games in November, the chance for nine, and what Spencer Linton thinks could be a ranked a ranking at the end of the season. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's, it's certainly possible. I'm hopeful that it happens because I think this team deserves that. But yeah, there's four games left. You're coming off a bye week. Bye week. BYU always does well after that. You know, it's time to finish strong, and I think they will. Kalani's first bye week. We'll see how BYU performs. Coming up, the latest in bracketology. How many did Jimmer drop in China this morning? And what did ESPN say about Kalani Purcell? This is BYU Sports Nation. Son, my father gave this to me when I made the team, and now it's yours. Oh, no, Dad. I'm not on the team. I just got this at the store. We're so excited. We just bought front row tickets for all of your games. What? They were expensive, but... Anything to support our boy. Support me in what? I'm not on the team. You should know. We paid for the tickets with your college fund. Well, since you're on athletic scholarship now. Gear so legit, they'll think you're on the team. BYU Store. With the BYU license plates, no matter where you are, you show your cougar spirit, and you make it possible for students to get an education. The donation you make when you get the license plates goes to support BYU scholarships. So whether spreading Cougar pride coast to coast or getting to the big game, you're also funding scholarship opportunities for BYU students. Learn about free special plates today at alumni.byu.edu slash plates. Left turn ahead 250 feet. Oh, that can't be right. Satellites don't lie. You have reached your destination. Took the shortcut, huh? Have a car wreck? Martin's Collision Repair. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Martin's Collision Repair. Power. Noun. The tenacity to withstand any condition or opposition. Verb. To drive forward with unyielding intensity and momentum. Power. More than a commitment to excellence. A promise. What does power mean to you? Join Y Nation with BYU Football on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. For help when you need it most, let's whip it! It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. BYU plays Cincinnati tomorrow on CBS Sports Network. Our one-hour live pregame show countdown to kickoff is live on BYU TV at 2.30 Eastern time tomorrow. Men's basketball. That means three straight day games, by the way, for BYU coming up. Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology places BYU men's hoops as an 11 seed play-in game against Colorado in the NCAA tournament. As the second to last team in, it's early, but BYU's Turny in, baby. Bound. <laughs> Volleyball. 
Number, no. 14, number 14, women's volleyball swept Pacific last night. Whitney Young-Howard. No, I'm not putting that on. <laughs> Whitney Young-Howard had 12 kills in the victory. The Cougars play at St. Mary's tomorrow at 4 Eastern. Also, congratulations to Amy Boswell. She was named a Senior Class Awards finalist. And the men's team's in Vegas to play five exhibition games tomorrow. In, the, in Las Vegas against teams like Long Beach State, Lewis, and a semi-pro team called Blizzard. Women's basketball. ESPN calls Kalani Purcell the best women's college basketball player you don't know. That's in an article on ESPNW.com. Well, not anymore. Now people well, know. Well, now everybody yeah, knows yeah, her. Yeah, yeah but was, at the time. At the time. Yeah. Tonight, the Cougars will be in action. It's their last exhibition game. They'll be taking on Colorado Mesa tonight at the Marriott Center. You can watch it on BYU TV. Listen to it on BYU Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern. Jimmer! Dropped 35 points this morning here, but at 9 in China. Shooting 15 of 28 from the floor. Four rebounds, two assists, and a steal. His Shanghai Sharks 3-0 on the season. Soccer! The number four women's soccer team wraps up the regular season against Gonzaga tomorrow at 9 Eastern on BYU Radio. Now a win against the Bulldogs would guarantee the Cougars at least a share of a fifth straight WCC title. Nice. Cougars in the NFL. Ziggy Ons on the Detroit Lions play the Vikings this weekend. Daniel Sorensen of the Kansas City Chiefs. Jason Shepard's favorite team. Host the Jaguars. John Denny and the Dolphins host the Jets. And Dennis Pitt and Andre, DeAndre Wesley of the Baltimore Ravens host the Steelers. Cougars in the PGA. I love getting this one. Daniel Summerhays and Zach Blair continue competition in the Shrine Open yesterday. Summerhays is tied for 51st with 200 par, while Blair is tied for 84th at par. Golf. Rose Huang and the women's golf team, much louder, took second at the Rainbow Wahine Invitational. Huang finished at four under. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter for help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com goes to Kalani Purcell. Nice nod by ESPN yes. saying she's the best player you don't that know. you now know. That you now know. That's what they should have said. Yeah, well. That you didn't know, but now you know. Like a quick edit, like right after you yeah. send it out, then you changed it to yeah, the person yeah. you now know. Yeah, you still can't edit a tweet on Twitter. Why Seriously. Do you, why do you have... You, that needs to be. Kim Kardashian <laughs> got that one right when she called for an edit button. <laughs> That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. Twitter question today. What's your bold prediction for the BYU at Cincinnati game tomorrow? Our elite tweet of the day at Twiggy Stone. <laughs> Boney Fuller delivers sweaters to the Bearcats. Blinded with rage, they cannot find Jamal Williams on his way to 250 yards. I'm telling you, that would, that would strike a revenge. Uh, yeah. a, a goodie bag? With a Boney Fuller sweatshirt? Killing him with kindness. It's a slap in the face. (laughs) Thanks to Tony Pike, Tom Holmo, and everybody on the crew. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The show's on demand, people. It's on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I'm Jerem. Shout out to Dave Henderson. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow at noon Eastern. Tonight with Women's Hoops at 9 Eastern. And tomorrow at 2.30 Eastern with Countdown to kickoff. Enjoy the weekend. Go Cougars!